it's Eric Roberts, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Peace out. Ed Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television. This happy to welcome Mr. Michael Sloan. If you're a fan of private detective and mystery shows on television, you know that Michael Sloan wrote and or produced many of the most successful and iconic private eye shows of the past four decades, including Columbo, one of the very, very best episodes of Columbo, by the way, as well as McLeod, Harry O., and the Equalizer, as well as such other popular genre shows as Kung Fu, The Legend Continues, the original Battlestar Galactica starring Lauren Green, and the revival of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. And speaking of The Equalizer, Michael not only created and produced the original series starring Edward Woodward, but produced the two box office smash feature motion pictures, The Equalizer and The Equalizer 2, starring Denzel Washington, and also wrote a series of original Equalizer novels with another Equalizer novel coming soon, I understand. We'll ask Michael about that in just a second. Well, Michael Sloan continues to leave his mark as a writer. That was not necessarily his original path, as I've learned. He began his career as an actor and film producer in England before a series of remarkable events opened the door to a career in television writing. Michael shares this story and more in a very charming memoir that we'll tell you more about in just a second. But first, Michael Sloan, welcome to TV Confidential. Oh, thank you. It's very nice to be here and uh, nice to be asked. The word serendipity that, that came to mind so many times reading, reading your memoir, the name of which is called One More Thing, Sir. One More Thing, Sir. And what's fun for me is when I read an autobiography, a memoir, looking at it in terms of a character arc, for, for lack of a better word. I mean, meaning you may not be aware of this as you tell your story, as you write your book, but there are certain themes that come into play throughout your life and throughout your career, one of which is serendipity, in that there are several moments, the story of how you ended up selling your first television script to Columbo is one such example of how you're, you're doing one thing and you seem happy doing your career as, a, as an actor and a producer, but one way or another, this script ends up on the desk of Peter Fisher and Universal, and that opened the door. That's true. That was a, a, a real break for me, and um, it was unexpected. But, um, you know, Peter uh, was a wonderful guy, and, uh, you know, he just, uh, in those days, he didn't have to break down doors so, so much as they would now. And, um, you know, he finally, at one point, he said, well, come on over to Universal and, you know, swim by the bungalow and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll chat, you know. And uh, so he, he, was very, he was very good about that. And that's the thing. I mean, there's a certain protocol to the screenwriting industry, as there's a protocol with, with most other industries and in that for lack of a better word you don't you just don't send a spec script or a spec outline directly to a producer it has to be done through certain channels and even though you worked in the industry at the time although not as a writer you managed to get uh in, in the case of Columbo your original story to 
universal. And as it happened, it, it, it resonated with Fisher. And, 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 and as I said in our open, it is one of the best Columbos ever made. That episode being Now You See Him with Jack Cassidy. It was a fun show to do. And, uh, and it, was the, it was the only uh, Colombo that the producers ever bought from an outside writer. That until you know, much later. Because I, I, I forget that I was talking to Peter Fisher you know, years later, and he said, you know, that's the only script we ever bought from anybody that we didn't know. So I said, really? Well, that gives me uh, hope, hope for the future. <laughs> yeah, well, because, look, for lack of a better word, you never know. If you don't send something out, you never know if anyone's... I mean, it, it's easy to say, well, no one will ever read it, and that will discourage us from trying. But if you put pen to paper and you get it done and you send it out there and you realize, okay, it's out of my hands... You know, what happens will happen, but at least I did it. And uh, you had this right. idea, and, and you followed through, and then and the rest is history. But also, the story of how you ended up on the staff of Harry O, which is really the launch of your television career, that was also a bit of happenstance in that, again, you had this outline, and you got it, one way or another, you got it to Warner Brothers, but that almost didn't happen either. Right. No, I, I I managed to get it there, and then uh, you know Peter Fisher just talking to um, uh, Jensen says, what, "So what's this?" And he said, "Oh, I don't know. It's it's you know my cousin, and you know he's a writer or something." And anyway, he said, I, "You know," and uh, Peter Fisher said, "Well, have you have you read it?" And he said, "No, of course not." So you know Peter Fisher went, "Okay," and he put it on the shelf and and forgot about it, and it was it was about. Sometimes, you know, four or five uh, weeks later, they were in such a bind uh, for a story on um, Colombo that, um, you know, he, um, he he remembered it. Yeah, and, and the same thing happened with Harry O. Right. In, in, in which case, the producer was uh, Robert Dozier. Uh, right. And this, this is for what it's worth. Before we started recording, uh, Michael and I were talking about some of the people we have in common. I never met Rob, Robert Dozier. But I did spend a very lovely, charming afternoon with his mother, Ann Rutherford, about 10 years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. And you talk about you living, breathing show business history. Yeah, and Bob was married to um, Diana Mulder. Yes. Who was, uh, uh, was very close to and I, I adored her. She did a lot of work for me over the years. Um, and, uh, yeah, she, she was a very special uh, lady. Yes, Diane Muldar, among other things, uh, had a recurring role in McLeod. McLeod was one of the first shows that Michael worked on as a producer as well as a writer. And there's a great story about a very prominent television actress who Michael helped put on the map, but you have to read about that in Michael's memoir, uh, one More Thing, Sir, One More Thing, Sir, available through BearManorMedia.com as well as Amazon.com, uh, Michael's website, Michael-Sloan-Equalizer.com. You mentioned the restaurant La Serre. Did I pronounce it correctly? La Serre, yeah. Okay, La Serre, okay. The restaurant La Serre, La Serre is also, in many ways, a character in your memoir, Michael, in that many prominent moments in your life and career happened there. And what I, what's particularly fun about reading your book, One More Thing, Sir, is that, and, I, and again, I don't know whether this is by design or not, but you give readers the sense as if they're having lunch with you at Lassier. 
<laughs> yeah, well, that, that was um, it, it was a wonderful place uh, to to go for lunch, and I, I went I went there most most every day for, you know for a long time, and um, you know and then obviously some of the things that happened to me were based on uh, other artists or um, either uh, TV guys that I was working with or, or just knew you know. Yeah, and again, you I guess the best way to put it is being a writer, which you are, of course. I mean, not not just a writer, but a novelist. It it seems to me you can't help but create or convey a sense of character to anyone you describe. And that's that is certainly true with the many people that you mention in, in your memoir, because even people that you describe that we as readers meet very glimpsingly, you know, you convey, I mean, like, like, at, at, like at the, for example, I'm a big fan of Patrick McGowan, and I'm a really big fan of The Prisoner. And, you, you know, Patrick McGowan was, was a dear friend of yours. And you mention him, you don't, you don't mention him as often as, as you do some of the other people in your life, but even those glimpses of McGowan, you're not just mentioning his, you're not just dropping his name, you're giving us a sense of who he was as a person. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he, he was great. One of my favorite lines is a word of advice he gave you that you stayed with, that, that, that you returned to, uh, particularly when you, when, when you came, maybe not writer's block, but you came across a, a problem with writing a story that, that you didn't know how to straighten out, and Patrick gave you a great word of advice. That's, I'm, I'm, now I'm, I'm trying to remember. It was, um, he said, let it, he said uh, let it percolate. Let, that's right. He, 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 would say, he would say, Michael, let it percolate. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I could give you a good impression years ago, but, uh, but um, and, uh, well, I, we had lunch, and, and I was working on whatever script I was uh, working on, and, and, and I said, well, I don't know, Patrick, you know, and he said, Michael, let it percolate. Well, so yeah, I, 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 that, and that, so that when I wrote the book, that phrase uh, came to me strongly because it was it was it was a great thing for him to have done. You know, uh, said you know. Yeah, and what Michael is alluding to, McGowan had a very deliberate, almost clipped manner of speaking. Yes. And there, there are many performances of his that bring it to mind, but I, I don't, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to emulate it because I'm, I, I don't do impressions. But I, I but, <laughs> but the impromptu one you just gave a few moments ago, it, it did sound like McGowan the way he talked. Oh yeah, and he had a, um, a phrase that he used to do in Danger Man. Someone would say something, and he would say, "I'm obliged." <laughs> and was, and I, I said. Yeah, that, you know, how often did you use that? You know, oh, I usually every every uh, four or five so, shows, I, I I would do it. So um, yeah, that that was fun. That was fun. Uh, and and we are having fun talking to Michael Sloan. Michael Sloan, Emmy-nominated writer and producer of many of the most popular and iconic television series, miniseries, and made-for-TV movies of the past four decades. Michael Sloan, also the creator and producer of the original Equalizer TV series and the box office smash Equalizer movie and novel franchise. Michael's memoir, One More Thing, Sir, is a charming, personable memoir of his life and career that is filled with great stories about his work alongside Glenn Larson, Fred Silverman, Sandra Bullock, David Jansen, Anthony Zerby, David Carradine, Clint Walker, Richard Anderson, Raymond Burr, 
Patrick McNee, Patrick McGowan, and many other movies and TV legends, including Denzel Washington. One more thing, sir, available in paperback and as an ebook through bearmanormedia.com as well as amazon.com where books are sold online. Michael's website, michael-sloan-equalizer.com. You mentioned you mentioned watching McGowan and Danger Man in the uh-huh. 60s. We mentioned in our open that you began your career in England late 60s, early 1970s as, as an actor and a producer. You also spent most of your formative years in England. Uh, you, 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 were, you were born in New York, and then you, you lived most of the 60s and early 70s in England. And you had firsthand chance to view many of the great, not only spy shows, but many of the great British shows of the 1960s. And you not not just McGowan, but Edward Woodward and many great British actors you remembered and you sought whenever you could when you came back to the U.S. and worked in American television. Whenever you could, you would use a lot of those great British actors, wouldn't you? Oh, I did, and particularly um, guys like uh, Patrick uh, McNee, who's a very close friend of mine, and he must have done about seven or eight or ten uh, shows for me over the years. So, and, you know, and uh, um, just to go back to Pat McGoon for a second, I remember he, um, I met him for lunch, and he, and he would say to me, Michael, I will give you two prisoner questions only. Yes. And um, I said, oh, okay. And because, um, you know, he, 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 he wouldn't talk about the show, but he said, I'll, I'll let you ask two questions. And so, you know, over the years, he would answer questions about which, um, you know, which was, was my favorite TV show also. Yes. Well, I remember when I read that passage, I nodded my head and I thought, now that's cool. Because, you know, on the one hand, it shows that you're as big a fan as anyone watching The Prisoner. And yet at the same time, I like that McGowan kind of set boundaries and that you respected those boundaries because otherwise that would have defined the, your friendship with him differently. But the fact that he, you know, he said, okay, this far and no farther, and then we'll talk about something else. I just thought that was cool. Yeah, that was the way that, that would work. And then when I directed a play at the um, Burbank Theater, um, then um, the last time I actually saw Pat, um, he, he came to the um, opening night. Yes, I really appreciate that. Yes, that 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 was an adaptation of uh, "Wait Until Dark" that you directed. Yeah. Yes, you 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 played the Ephraim Zimbalist role. No, no, I I just I, I, I directed it. No, but didn't you? Or, or maybe I'm getting my productions wrong. Didn't didn't you step in and play the husband at the you know at the beginning of the production, then come back in the end, or is it something else? Oh yes, and um, um, it, it was an equity production, and then. Um, and at a you know when we did about seventy performances of of the play, and then after the first week, one of my young actors uh, had to leave, and I couldn't replace him. And in, in the end, I said, "Oh, I'll, I'll do it myself." So so I did it for about fifty performances, and um, so yeah, but you know um, you know acting was not the you know my forte, so. Uh, but and and there's only you know one thing, so um, 
you know, how badly could I, I screw that up? <laughs> yeah, I, but, uh, I, I, I call it the Ephraim Zimblis role because he, I mean, he, he played the role of her husband in, in the motion picture version. And as you say, right, that's right. Yeah, right. yeah, he, as, yeah, he, he appears at the beginning and then you don't see him until the very end of the movie. But uh, that's true. Well, that, that's 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 the way that it goes down in in the play. Yeah. But then um, I would do the first scene, and then I would go out into the audience and watch the uh, rest of the, of the uh, play, and then i come right back at the end, you know, and that was it. <laughs> One more thing, sir, by our guest Michael Sloan, uh, the story of uh, Michael's life and career in television is available in paperback and as an ebook through bearmannermedia.com as well as amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. Michael's website, michael-sloan-com. Equalizer.com. We will talk to Michael about his experience with the Equalizer in just a second. But first, earlier in the conversation, we mentioned that before we started recording with Michael, we were talking about some of the many people that uh, he and I have in common, including Michael's longtime friend and colleague at Universal, Michael Gleason. It's been an hour talking to Michael Gleason about a year before he died. And uh, I, I mean, I, I really, I really enjoy talking to him. He was one of my best friends, and he was just wonderful. And uh, it's funny because um, we actually never got to work together. Um, we both worked for Gordon Larson at different times. So I knew uh, Michael for years, but we actually never uh, worked together. Well, okay, you, you may not have worked together, but uh, in the pages you devote to Michael, you give readers a sense of who he was and yeah. his outgoing. I mean, he was a, he was a, he had a big personality, and yeah, he's, a, he's a wonderful guy, and he was you know, very very funny. I mean, the funniest guy I ever met. That, that definitely came across in the in, in the hour that uh, I chatted with him for our program. Uh, I've also been fortunate enough to uh, talk to Lindsay Wagner for this program. Oh, okay. She was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I spoke to Richard Anderson about five or six times over a 20-year period. Mm-hmm. And you, you not only capture the Richard I got to know in our conversations, mm-hmm. but, uh, but you, you introduced things about him that I didn't know and that Richard himself doesn't talk about in his own book. So it's, uh, I really appreciated those pages as well. Oh, thank you. It was... Um... Now, Richard was a very, very close friend of mine, and uh, it was wonderful um, knowing him and working with him. We also have a few people related to David Jansen in common. We'll talk about that later in the conversation. In the meantime, Michael Sloan is our guest this hour. Michael Sloan, creator and producer of the Equalizer TV series and the Equalizer movie franchise. We will talk to Michael about the Equalizer when we pick up the conversation on the other side of the break. Here on TV Confidential. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life. But it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group 
at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you. Want a free first ride with Uber? Uber, the mobile app that connects you with a ride at the touch of a button in minutes. Enter promo code TV Confidential after you download the app to receive your first free ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. Hey there, this is Wink Martindale, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-717-6901. 855-717-6901. 855-717-6901. That's 855-717-6901. Miss the show? We have more than 500 hours of archived editions of TV Confidential available on demand as digital downloads. For more information, go to shop.tvconfidential.net. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, the hilarious site-splitting new DVD available through Kino Lorber. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.